I'm <laughs> very nice. All right, all right. I am recording again. Um, and let's give it just one more. One, two, three. One, two, three. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. That's a big list. <laughs> That's a pretty big list. Welcome back to the late night new Bad Rankings Adventures. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, and with me as always... Hi, I'm Kenny Wendorski. We're gonna turn it down a little. We're gonna get mellow. We're gonna put on some smooth jazz and uh, smoke them if you got them. Yeah, or, it's legal now. Yeah, If, if you like edibles, then uh, if you've got those, you can eat those. You, yeah. can, you can do what you want. I'm not your mom. Right. Kenny, are you their mom? No. Okay, then they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Your mom's not here. I won't. This will be our little secret. Secret. I'm just gonna just gonna pop open my tasteless sparkling seltzer beverage with cherry flavor and with other natural flavors. Probably artificial flavors too. I, I don't know. But it's got no calories and no sweeteners, and so it it tastes like garbage. But uh, it's better for me than soda. And I will do the complete and utter opposite. I will drink my Dr Pepper, which, by the way, Dr Pepper, we still want that check. You owe us, Dr Pepper, not legally but morally, and and you want to do the right thing. We 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 know that you're a company that that does the right thing. So just send us that check, and nobody will get hurt. Yeah. And nobody would get hurt if he didn't send us the check, but you don't seem like the kind of guys who need to be threatened. Just just give us you, the check. You don't want to take that chance, do you? It's I mean there's no chance. We're uh we're upstanding moral citizens just like you, so uh, just just do your duty. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny, we're so we're we're here to talk about Batman. Yeah. Yeah. You remember a couple weeks ago when we said, "Oh, we should we should think of like personal bests and worsts and favorites." And I, I didn't do my homework, did you? Nope, nope. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> that's 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 fine. That's good because uh, uh, homework's for 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 losers and and nerds. And we're not nerds; we're scientists. That's right. Scientists. Do you think scientists do homework? Do you think scientists don't answer that? Rank? A 1990s animated series. Yes, that's featuring a DC character that's from comic book lore. What scientists do? Real yeah. scientists. That's right. That's right. That's, but that's not what you know. I don't. I don't. I don't think we're even here for science today. I think. I think today uh, is this is art. Mm-hmm. Is is this art? Is is podcasting art? I think it is. That's that's philosophy, is what that question is. We're here. It's it's the humanities section oh. of this podcast. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a list. I mean, that's science. Science can have lists, right? Yeah. Kenny, what do you think is on the bottom of that list? That's uh, I've got Batman in the basement. It is. Let's, let's just let's just. Cast our minds back and, and remember Sherman. I do. I do. I don't remember his 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 ponytail friend's name. <laughs> Roberta. <laughs> Roberta. <laughs> See, 
<laughs> off to a great start. Yep. yep. I what I remember the most is I was working at Lazy Boy. I had to work a full shift on a Sunday. I didn't get out till late, and then I drove up to your apartment, which was up in Phoenix area. Yep. Gilbert specifically. Gilbert. We did uh, two episodes like we normally do. Yep. But both were so bad. We did a third, which was Heart of Ice. Oh, because I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with Heart of Ice. I am familiar Academy, with I'm sorry, Academy em- Emmy uh, Emmy Award winner Heart of Ice. Oh, okay, thank you. Now I found it on the list. That's uh, I bet it could have won an Academy Award. It's number so just number twenty one. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, new rule, new rule. Every time we say the title of an episode, we, we hop to that on the list. Let's just jump around. Okay. I like So now we're on Emmy Award winner Heart of Ice. Yes. Yes. Uh, that had that Ferris a, Boyle. That's a pretty good villain name. Uh, also voiced by the wonderful Mark Hamill. Yep. And please, please, please know that I personally feel sick that it's that far down in the list. <laughs> <laughs> I would okay I'm, I'm doing this weird balancing act here because I, I have you know my notes in front of me whenever we do these but I'm just I'm angling my chair so that the list is there but I'm not looking at it and as soon as one of us just organically within the conversation says an episode title I'll look over and see where it is but you say that it's that low on the list normally what I would do is say well you know I mean this this these are the episodes that are above it and so that's why but that's that's not what we're here to do today. We're not here to analyze. We're just here to to feel things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I I will just remember those monologues. Like, I I want to just pick out the Mister Freeze monologues, just rip that audio, and just run them back to back. Cut out all the other non Mister Freeze talking stuff from that episode, and just. Use that. It's probably like five minutes long. Just put it on a loop, and that'll be what I fall asleep to. Yeah. Yeah. It's poetic and so well-spoken. Uh, I, I I love the line, uh, it would move me to tears if I had tears to shed. Ooh, that's a good line. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. And then it cuts to a commercial break. It was as a kid. I was like, "What? This is amazing!" <laughs> <laughs> ah, Mister Freeze is also the name of a man who makes uh, who makes Hitman uh, um, tutorials, uh, like walkthrough videos. You ever play any of the Hitman games, Kenny? No, I know of them. I've just never. They, they, always, they always seemed a little too hard for me, so I never picked them up. You and I should play some Hitman together. I think you would... I think... I mean, look. I have said this before and been proven wrong. I'm I'm not... I don't know whether you would enjoy Hitman, like, over the long run. But I think you would enjoy sitting down and playing some Hitman with me just some afternoon for a couple of hours. Alright. Um, speaking of which... Uh, so we were just talking about... You know the the early days of, of doing this podcast. I was in Gilbert, um, and we recorded roughly half of the episodes there. Um, so next week, not, not next week, bleh, 
Uh, <laughs> I haven't set a date yet, but sometime within the month of March, and it is the very beginning of March as we're recording this, uh, I'm going to be moving. I am going to be moving back to Tucson. Oh, snap! Yeah, so we can... That's awesome! We can start doing these in person again instead of the Zoom nonsense. Okay. Uh, well, on that note, uh, I don't know if I told you, but I did get my first COVID shot. I got it nice. last week. I get my second shot. Now this will be time traveling for our listeners, yeah. but I'm getting it on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. That wasn't planned, but what a wonderful coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then I'll tell you what. My understanding is that it takes like two weeks for it to be for the full protection to set in after that second shot. Um, so why don't we plan on starting doing it in person again two weeks after you get the shot, just for just to have checked all the boxes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And we should celebrate at Mama's Pizza. Hell yes! <laughs> now, for those of you who are not in the Tucson area, Mama's Pizza is a local restaurant here that Ben and I used to frequent quite often and then of course uh, uh, Ben moved up north and we haven't been able to do it but uh, if you're ever in the Tucson area I consider it the best pizza that you could possibly get uh, and I worked with a gentleman at Lazy Boy from New York who told me that it was meh, it was okay so <laughs> now, high praise from a New Yorker <laughs> I, I, I do believe that is actually the highest praise that a New York native is physically able to give any pizza that does not itself originate uh, in New York City yeah I didn't want to kill myself so it's okay yeah. <laughs> high praise sweet it's great success <laughs> I'm sitting here. I've got the, uh, I've I've got that Mama's Pizza pizza cutter that you sent me in my hands right now. <laughs> well, I remember you saying that you were learning how to make your own dough to make your own pizza. Yeah. I don't know if you're still doing that, but when you told me that, I immediately thought to myself, "Well, that guy's going to need a pizza cutter." <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it in a while, but um, yeah, our 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 first our first recording session in person again. We should definitely go go to Mama's Pizza afterwards. But uh, but at some point we'll have to have we'll have to do an episode where where we record and then uh, and then I make you some homemade pizza because I I got the pizza steel it's like fifteen pounds it's insane uh, you have to you know what it, it has to preheat Ooh, actually hmm. we'll see because <laughs> that is the downside to it it's not the greatest to do in the summer it has to heat for like an hour. But you know what? I might be able to do it on the grill so that it's outside. Okay. That could be fun too. I'll have to. I'll have to experiment with it. We'll. Uh, we'll see. Because <laughs> I will have a grill where I'm going. So <laughs> the. Uh, yeah, you have to to do it in a home oven. You have to run it as high as it'll get, like 550 if it'll get that high. Which the oven where I'm at right now maxes out at like 535, 540. <laughs> but okay. you run it that way for a full hour to preheat the steel. And get that surface just screaming hot, and then you put the pizza on it, and it, it cooks in like four minutes. Nice. Yeah. I'm getting hungry now. I haven't had lunch yet, so I'm getting hungry talking about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Change of the subject. <laughs> we always do this at around lunchtime. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I usually I'm the one who's because I, don't know, I sort of half-heartedly these days do this intermittent fasting thing where I'm not allowed to eat until like 11 a.m. 
And so there have definitely been days where we start at like 1045 <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. uh, today I had, uh, I had vegetable soup. Oh no, you have not had my vegetable soup. So that's, that's what I've been doing over pandemic lockdown stuff is stepping up my cooking game. I never thought I liked vegetable soup. Turns out it's, it's because I'd only ever had it out of a can. It's nothing against uh, your. I'm sure yours is wonderful. I just don't like soup. I, just, I didn't like soup either. <laughs> you can you can talk to Sarah. She'll be she'll say the same thing. You're like, yeah, Kenny doesn't like soup. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> but I will try it. All right. <laughs> anyway, back to Batman. Batman drink soup in shit in Emmy award winning Heart of Ice I was trying to pivot That's us right. into a different episode but that was the she only one I could soup. think of that had soup in it <laughs> the only one the only way to fight a cold yep <laughs> that's chicken soup my soup is is vegetables but it has homemade turkey stock which I made with my Thanksgiving turkey and froze and I'm thawing it out I froze it in mason jars and I thaw out one jar at a time one jar gets huh. me like two things of soup you know mix half a jar in and then water so it's got that uh it, it's got that deep rich meaty turkey flavor to it that's good stuff so, all right i'm gonna have to try it then mm-hmm. but don't be uh, i don't normally like it so but i'm gonna eat it because you are a good gentleman and in the in in breaking bread with a friend, I will drink your soup. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to break bread, then I'll make you my homemade sourdough. <laughs> Jesus, you're just like a Swiss army knife. You make it all. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, well, that's oof, a hunk of that homemade sourdough. So you can like sop up that last little bit of soup at the bottom of the bowl that your, your spoon kind of can't really get. Just like mop it up with the bread and you eat the bread. Oh, it's so good. Little, all right, all right. A little salted butter on that, like the really good kind that's like bright yellow because it's from grass-fed cows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining our listeners right now going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I liked this idea of trying to organically pivot from episode to episode, and, and I underestimated... <laughs> <laughs> how little we'd actually talk about Batman if we just let the conversation flow. So you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna pull out the science machine and do just a okay. little bit of science today. Okay. Just a little bit. I'm just going to give us a number from 1 to 103. Okay. And, and see what episode it is. It's number 26. Kenny, Kenny what, what episode do you think number 26 is? Uh, maybe one of the Riddler ones? It is Pretty Poison, the introduction oh. of Poison Ivy. That was a fun one for us to record. We did that one at your parents' house. Yep. Uh, your mom's house. Yep. And uh, I remember you were a little not happy with the sound because uh, your, your mom had uh, tall walls. Yeah, I'm I'm perpetually fiddling with the sound. Sound, I am not an audio engineer. If there's anybody listening who's an audio engineer who would would be interested in taking a crack at it, please go for it. You can hardly be much worse than I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked uh, that episode a lot. I love the beginning. That helicopter prison escape. Yeah. That was great. Uh, the way it intercut with uh, with that and, uh, and uh, Bruce and, and Harvey at the restaurant. 
you know, we have a lot of good Poison Ivy episodes in this entire run. Poison Ivy, I would say, was was one of the better villains that was used. You know, in the animated series, you're not wrong. Or Penguin, I feel like Penguin never really got a fair share. You know what? Uh, I I think Penguin came into his own in in TNBA when he stopped being a crook and started yeah. being well. He stopped doing the the boots on the ground, let's go steal stuff, criminal stuff, and started just becoming a fence and a fixer and but also a club owner and kind of straddling the line between legit and criminal. You know who he is? Penguin is the quark of Batman the ah. animated series. <laughs> from from the the Star Trek series I'm not a big fan of. <laughs> also known as the best Star Trek series. It's not my favorite. It's not it's not my favorite. My favorite is Next Generation. But as somebody who has watched both of them back to back multiple times, from from a scientific perspective, DS9 is better. I just don't like it as much because it's not my first. But it's it's a close thing. So bored with Deep Space Nine. So incredibly bored. If I for me, Babylon 5. If you want a space station show, watch Babylon 5. Babylon 5 is a great show. Yeah. It is hard to get into. I only got into it because it is one of the first full series runs that Netflix got for streaming back when they were making the awkward transition between we send you DVDs in the mail and a modern streaming service. And at that time, I was doing graveyard shifts, stocking shelves at a Target. (laughs) (laughs) So I would have my nights off, and my sleep schedule was such that I was awake until 4 or 5 in the morning. It's like, I can't go to sleep at a normal time just because today's my day off. So everybody else in the world was asleep. I had nothing to do but watch streaming Netflix. Like, hey, Babylon 5, I've heard of this. That first season is uh, so rough. The creator, J. Michael Starzynski, I've been watching Ghostbuster cartoons with my son because that's all he ever wants to watch. Yep. We're talking the 80s, the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yep. And uh, J. Michael Starzynski is a storyboard or story. He does most of the stories for uh, the episodes. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, that's such a, an iconic name, at least to me, J. Michael Starzynski. That's a great name. Yeah. Well, and so he's McManus, <laughs> but nothing will ever be. Hips McManus, of uh, course, from the episode. Hold on, I'm googling it. <laughs> it's uh, the ventriloquist one, I believe. Yeah, hold on. DCAU.fandom.wiki or .fandom.com/wiki, I should say. You've never let me down before. Hips McManus, here we go. I, I want to say it's double talk. I think you're right. Double talk, yes. Kenny. And that's up there. I think that's in the what? Like the top ten? The top I'm I'm pretty sure let's find you know what? Before I look at the list, let's each put in our guesses. Uh eight. I'm gonna say twelve. It's like price is right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Double. I was the closest without going over. Double talk is number fourteen. God damn it. Wow. Oh <laughs> that's crazy you win the washer dryer <laughs> man do you come with the washer dryer oh, oh you, you. 
<laughs> Ooh, I'm not I'm not allowed to edit in the sound clip when we when we do references. This is our end. This is our raw dog episode, huh? We, uh, I'm sure our, our fans already know that we love Simpsons and we love Star Trek. Yep. And then, uh, you know, we each have our own. I've mentioned X-Files quite often. I, I'm a big fan of X-Files. Sarah being the, the super expert. Uh, when we got married that uh, while we were dating, that was the first thing. I went over to her house and we watched the X-Files. <laughs> that's where I was like, I like this girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good one. You were always more into, you and Greg. Uh, our our old friend Greg Walters. You guys were always more into X Files than I was, and I enjoyed yeah. it. But I could never follow like the myth arc, the overarching plot. So I would just be lost and bored when it was one of those episodes. I just want an episode where I don't know where Bruce Campbell's the devil. Oh yeah, that's a one where he's like a demon and he's trying to have a baby. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. like a whole Rosemary's <laughs> Baby thing. <laughs> Yeah. That could be fun. I'm not going to do it, but that would be a fun thing to do. Well, there's probably already somebody who does an X-Files ranking. So I am just now starting to dip my toe in the uh, podcast world. Mm-hmm. All I've been listening to is Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, which is great. I love that. Yeah. It's a great podcast. But uh, I'm finding that there are so many different podcasts out there that, oh yeah, I mean, if you like something from our, it could be anything, a, a random show from the 90s or there's there's somebody who's talking about it. So, yep. yeah, when Game of Thrones was still going, I listened to a couple of Game of Thrones podcasts. But my my short list of podcasts is uh, the the Greatest Generation, which is the the Star Trek podcast that I kind of stole our format from with some adjustments. They don't rank the Star Treks, uh, but they it's a recap podcast. They go through. They started with Next Generation. They just finished Deep Space Nine and are moving on to Voyager. Uh, they also have a, a side podcast where they rank the uh, uh, the new uh, uh, Alex Kurtzman-led Star Trek shows. Uh, that's what is colloquial... Shit, I cannot edit out my, my own mispronunci... Mispronunciation. Shit. It's, it's what is commonly known as the bad Star Treks. Anything with Alex Kurtzman's stink on it. <laughs> Discovery, Picard, all that horseshit. Uh, but, yeah, I listened to I listened to The Greatest Generation. I listened to one called No One Can Know About This. That's, uh, that's a podcast where they play every Final Fantasy game. That's an interesting one. <laughs> and just lately, I've been listening to a podcast called Binge Mode that just does... They, they did all the Harry Potters. They did, um, they'll just like choose something and binge it. And, hence and the buddy, name. You're uh, starting to do the Matrix tunnel effect thing. Do you want to stop and we'll restart? Yeah, let's restart. Okay. Hello, hello. Hey, there we go. Hey. <laughs> All right. So I got to be honest. I don't. I know you're. I heard Star Trek a few times, but I don't know what you were saying. You know what's. Uh, you know what's fun is that um, because this is our raw dog episode. I I will cut out the the dead air when we were actually disconnected, but I'm not going to cut out any of this talk about getting disconnected, which I usually do. Which is something that happens, <laughs> fans. Yeah. <laughs> just just about I'm, once a session. Yeah. I, if we go too long. So usually in our second session, this is what happens. Yep. We, uh, the, the call starts breaking down and we have to disconnect and start it up again. Not sure yeah. why. 
I don't know, but hey, if you're moving back to Tucson, we don't have to. Not going to be a problem anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Uh, But we were talking about about podcasts we listen to, and I was talking about The Greatest Generation is one. That's the Star Trek one. No One Can Know About This, which is a Final Fantasy one. And then Binge Mode, which is currently doing a every week they they talk about a different Marvel movie, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe in order. That's a oh, okay. Yeah, that one's that one's kind of only all right. It's I like the subject matter. the The hosts do not approach it with scientific rigor. <laughs> they are <laughs> they are very boosterish, which is fine. But it's like okay, but. I know we all love Marvel. These are not all great movies, and when you are equally enthusiastic about every one of them, it's kind of like, are you on the, are you in the pocket of Big Marvel? I was gonna say, it sounds like Screen Junkies. Yeah, <laughs> Collider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is why I don't yeah, watch. Bring it, Screen Junkies. I don't care. I, I care. I mean, let's let's get real. Screen Junkies <laughs> has honest trailers, which is great, and then they have everything else. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and look, as somebody who used to work in YouTube, I get it. That's the business model. You have yeah. you, you know when you go to the grocery store, you know how the milk is all the way in the back mm-hmm. so that you have to walk past everything else to get to it if it's all yeah. you're looking for. The milk is what they call a loss leader. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's that way when you work in YouTube. You have the thing that people care about. And then you have everything else on the channel, which is cheaper and easier to produce on a very regular basis. And you try to get people who are coming in for the thing that they are actually interested in to maybe stick around for the other stuff that you actually make money on. Okay. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's just what the business model is. And, yeah, okay. And, yeah, sometimes it's annoying when I... When I subscribe to Screen Junkies on YouTube so that I know when there's a new Honest trailer and then get my feed with a bunch of other Screen Junkies stuff that I don't care about. But it's the price of doing business and yeah, yeah, it's fine. If I want want a curated experience where I only get the stuff that I care about, uh, guess what? You can't make that work with advertising. Uh, You need direct audience support for that, which is why we accept audience uh, support uh, here at Bat Rankings. Yeah. Yeah. So if yeah. if all you want is to hear, if you don't want a bunch of other stuff, you just want the Bat Ranking Science, and uh, starting in two weeks, the Super Ranking Science, uh, you know, that's free for everybody, but uh, that, that support button is also right there. You know, just saying. <laughs> and we, uh, you know, you can or you cannot, it does not matter. We're going to do it either way. Yep, <laughs> because it's fun. Yep, this has been fun. This started for those of you who are just kind of new to us. It started with Ben receiving Batman cartoons on DVD. Yep, or Blu-ray. Blu-ray. <laughs> Blu-ray. Yep, from a gentleman named Amer. Yep, Amer Romani. And uh, Batman is one of our favorite things. Ben gave me a call. We met at a IHOP, and he elevator pitched this idea. Let's do a podcast where we rank Batman. And you kind of, I think, had it already laid out in your head how you were going to do it. I had no idea. Yep. But you kind of had the, the idea, the gimmick, not gimmick, it's science. Yeah. Science isn't gimmicky. <laughs> you already had it in your head that we are scientists and we're using 
uh, hypothesis and test results and <laughs> all the things we learned in middle school yep. to find out the best episodes of Batman the Animated Series. And I was eating a cheeseburger and I said, sure, I'm in. Yep. Thinking I... to myself, it's probably not going to last that long. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of was thinking like this will be fun for a couple weeks. Yeah, I was... like all things that it just it's not sustainable. I'm going to be at work. Yeah. You're going to be doing your thing. I got kids. It's not going to happen. Yeah, well, and that's why I I specifically because I knew I wanted a project to work on with you, something that would that would get us together, get us get us enjoying something we both like. But I wanted it to be something pre-recorded, like a podcast, specifically so that we could work up a backlog. So yeah. that if we have a busy week, you know, every once in a while you'll say, hey, buddy, I am so slammed. Can we skip this week? Yep, not a problem. Yeah. yeah. It's just <laughs> I didn't want it to be a source of stress for us, you know. <laughs> and no, that's what and this, podcasting is good for. And it's been fun. And here we are two years later. We haven't missed a beat. Yep. It's uh, We're at the very end of Batman. And using uh, our great listeners, we've decided superman is the next adventure we're going into yep. which i'm excited for not bitter that it's batman beyond not batman beyond <laughs> but, <laughs> you fuckers you <laughs> but kenny if we do superman that means we're gonna get to cover emperor spooge yeah what is that about emperor spooge i don't i I kind of know Superman comics, not a lot. I don't recall an Emperor Spooge at all. Yeah, I saw him on Bull from Night Court's uh, uh, wiki page, and and it has a screenshot, just a tiny little thumbnail, and he he just looks like Clayface. He okay. totally looks like Clayface, but I didn't remember the character at all, so I clicked on it just to see what series it was from, and I saw that it was Superman and which Superman uh, episode it is. And I'm not going to say it. I mean, you can right. look it up easily enough if you want to. Yeah, I'm going to go in blind. But, yeah, I want to give people the option of not knowing when it comes up. Because I know. I just wanted to see if it was coming up soon. And I haven't done the math. I haven't figured out, like, exactly where it sits on the calendar. But I just had to see, is it going to be soon or is it going to be? It's it's coming up. It's coming up. Okay. And that's all I looked at. I didn't. We're, we'll find out when we find out. <laughs> say that a lot don't we yep get there when we get there yeah <laughs> nah, it's gonna be fun i like the superman animated series what i recall is it was on the kids wb yep which at the time it was being aired kind of interfered with other things i was watching so i wasn't as consistent with superman the animated series yeah, it was one of those things that I would watch when it was on, but never it was never appointment viewing for me the way that Batman was. And yeah. a lot of that was just where I was in my life. I was in high school. I had after-school jobs. I had something like uh, something approaching a social life. I had friends that I would want to go <laughs> hang out with. Um, I, I think I went on two, I'm going to say two dates. <laughs> Yeah, nice. <laughs> I uh, recall it was on in mornings, but I would always get ready for school. And I think it was on Saturday mornings, but then they moved it to Sunday mornings for some bizarre reason. Yeah. And I had church, so I never got to see those episodes. And so it would be bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, I saw... Um... 
But, you know, we talk about this is the one episode that was always on anytime I turned it on. There's one mm-hmm. particular episode that's that's of Superman that is that way for me. And it's the Mr. Mixyespitlick episode. Oh, see, okay. And that's a great mine episode. Was, mine was the uh, Parasite episode. Yeah, that was definitely high up on my list, too. I think you and I might have watched that one together once or twice when you were over at my house. Yeah, I remember that one. It was actually kind of a... Superman is much more light, much more fun. Yeah. Kid, I wouldn't say kid-friendly, but it is. It's. I think it's a little less on the uh, the grim side. And uh, the Parasite was kind of a creepy guy. Yeah. yeah on the spookier side of things for Superman. Yeah, there are a couple of episodes like that. I remember the Toy Man episode being kind of yeah. creepy. Yeah. And I remember there was... Um, there's there's a supporting character, like one of those recurring supporting characters that that show up, like uh, that that shows uh, a version of like your Renee Montoya or your your characters like that that dies and stays dead over the course of the show's run. So it I don't remember that. Yeah. Okay. And and that's all I'm gonna say. You know, spoilers, whatever. Not gonna say the character's name. If you know who I'm talking about, you know. And if you don't, you're you're gonna find out along with us. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's my recollections of uh, of Superman. And you know, we've uh, so let's let's. I'm just gonna hit a button on the science machine real quick and just see what number it spits out. Okay. Uh, it's number sixty. And number sixty is mad as a hatter. Oh yeah, good old Rowdy Rowdy Roddy McDowell. Yes, <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper. Ah, <laughs> oh, my goodness, I like that episode a lot. I like that villain. Um, I don't really enjoy where he went after his origin story, but it, it was a villain that I, I appreciated. Uh, he just wanted love. He just wanted a girlfriend, and he. He went at any length he could get to to get it, including mind control. (laughs) Yeah, he changed that girl's clothes. He put a mind control chip on her and and removed her clothing and then put new clothing on. Yeah. He's an icky boy. Yeah. Yeah. But that voice. Oh, my God. Like butter. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Brian McDowell, wherever you are, God bless you. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hit that science button again. Let's see what we get next. All right, let's let's do a little lightning round. Let's let's do like three in a row, just just quick. Okay. Forty four is Joker's Wild. I, that's, oh, that's kind of a personal favorite of yours, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know why. It's not great, but it's it's not crap. Yeah. I like the, the I like the idea of a casino. I don't know why. It's it's. Yeah, it's, a, it's a different setting for Batman. Yeah. You know, bright, yeah. neon. Yeah. It's a casino uh, heist. Not really a heist, but it's it's got a lot of the ideas of a fun little heist in there. You got to sneak in, and everyone's dressed like the Joker, so he, he gets away with it pretty easily. And turns out the guy wanted him to blow it up the whole time. Once again, it's not Shakespeare, but I recall it being fun. And one of the voices is Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Very small cameo. <laughs> I think he says one line like, oh, no, the chopper. He's, I got a guy in there or something like that. And uh, that's this one and done line. But uh, anytime a Ghostbuster does a voice, that's good. Yeah. You know, I 
I don't I don't know that we ever really got a heist. Like a full-on Ocean's Eleven style heist. No, we did Batman. And that I think the closest that we got, I mean it wasn't a heist in that same way, but it was cool because it was from the the criminal's perspective. Uh, was the man who killed Batman. Oh yeah. That was That was a good one too. Sid the Squid. Sid the Squid, good good criminal name. Which up up until that point, I said was the best name, and that that you don't get better than that. And then fucking Hibs McManus comes out of nowhere. It's true. <laughs> so man Little who guy killed with a great name. Yeah. So man who killed Batman. I'm I'm looking away from the list. I know it's high. I'm trying to think. Where do you suppose it is on the list? Oh, that's that's let's, gotta be high. What's prices right? It teens. Uh, let me say seventeen. I know it was in the top ten for a for quite a while. I know it got pushed out eventually. Seventeen sounds really close. I'm I'm gonna say fifteen. Okay. All right. All right. Man, who? Oh wow! We both went over. That's number twelve. Oh snap! Hey. Yeah. That one had Matt Frewer, who is a great 90s... I mean, he's still alive to this day. He's a delight. He's still doing stuff. He's, he's great in everything you see him in. You'll recognize him. You see his face, you're going to go like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, he was in that, uh, that, uh, and then you'll have to do the snap, the, 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 the. <laughs> and the guy, the person you're talking to will be like, why are you snapping? That doesn't help. This does not help me remember either. <laughs> He's one of thems. Yeah, it's a great episode, too, because you get a kind of, uh, no, a couple of villains in there. You get the Joker. You get uh, Harley Quinn doing the kazoo thing. I, I think that's why it's so high. Every time it comes up, <laughs> if we're not sure, it, it always comes back to that kazoo solo. Arlene she Sorkin. Did that all in one take. Yep. According to the IMDb. So I mean, if that's wrong, I I then I don't want to be right. <laughs> I I like knowing that she did that all in one take. Yep. <laughs> all right. I'm I'm gonna hit the button again. Number 45 is Vendetta. I do love this one. And every time it would come up, I would want to say yes, except for the fact that it is kind of a slow episode. Yeah. But oh my god, the, the, <laughs> the rain, the atmosphere, the mystery, the cave, the animation, the music. Yeah. It was a beautifully done episode. Uh, yeah. Was was one of quite a few episodes, like really strong introductions for for characters that were kind of like up and down (laughs) after that. But you were saying earlier how like Poison Ivy has had one of the most consistent runs of of any villain. Like Poison, if it's a Poison Ivy episode, it's probably pretty good and it might be great. Right. I there are not too many of those that that you can say that about like. Catwoman had that great first episode, and then everything after that was kind of, eh. I don't know how they bungled that character. So, it was so poor. And as a child, I recall, 
for me, Tiger, Tiger, when she gets turned into a cat lady. I was right. like, what are you doing to this character? <laughs> she deserves better than this. And then you get Cat Scratch Fever where she's the damsel in distress. And yep. like you said, uh, essentially she would be in episodes where it's like, I want to be bad again. <laughs> That's not a great motivation, guys. You know what? Jail sucked, but I wouldn't mind going back to jail. Why not? Yeah. Um, but Kenny, you just said you just said two episode titles. Tiger Tiger, where do you think it's at? Twenty-four. Twenty-four? Oh, it's it's way lower than that. Oh, I'm, okay, good. I'm I'm <laughs> it's good. I'm gonna say fifty, and I feel like that's a safe bet. If we're okay. trying to get be the closest without going over. Fifty-six. Oh All right. okay. Alright. And then Cat Scratch Fever, we're at 103. It's it's past it's like, the it's past the the Rick Astley point. Yeah. So that's that's got to be in the 90s. I'm gonna say like 95. Uh, 97. 97. All right. Let's see. Cult. 102. Oh. <laughs> so you win that one. You were closest without going over. That's right. That's Yay! that's second to last. <laughs> Yay for me. Yeah. Man, that was a boring episode. And he Can you say it? This is our last one. Can you please say the line that you always say when it comes to this one? What does Batman have to fight at the end? I Cult of the Cat. That was was that a saber-toothed tiger? Oh, Cult of the Cat. I was talking about Cat Scratch Fever. Oh, Catch Oh, crud. I I got the wrong one. Hold on. Cat Scratch. <laughs> Who does Batman fight at the end? The most okay. lackluster villain ever. Okay, you're you're still closest without going over. Catch Scratch Fever is a hundred. Oh, okay. Okay, but yeah, Batman fights a dog. <laughs> fights him on a lake. That's the big. I love it when you say that. Batman fights a dog. Yep. It's the big final battle. Is Batman fighting a dog? <laughs> One of the most yep uh, anticlimactic. I mean, the whole episode's pretty much garbage. The only thing that's great about it is, is environmentally, it's snowing the whole episode. Yeah, that, that is yeah, literally the only... That. Catwoman has a Thundercats lair. Batman fights a dog. Batman fights a dog. <laughs> Batman, who has fought saber-toothed tigers and, and shapeshifters, uh, witch boys, um, robots, of course, multiple times robots. Yeah. Uh, he fights a dog. Yeah. In this episode, that's what the episode should have been called. Ba- of Batman fights a dog. Batman fights a dog. <laughs> I, it, it's that's pretty much what the episode sums up. Yep. <laughs> Kenny, I I think we're reaching a point in this program where where maybe we just go down the top ten. Okay. I think I think that would be instructive at this point. Let's do it. Oh, speaking of Catwoman, the Cat and the Claw made the top ten. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, it, at number fun. 10, The Cat and the Claw. That was up there. That was like number one for a while. Yeah. Or at least number two. Yeah, it, it, it finally got uh, got kicked out of the one spot, I think, by Two-Face. But Okay. Yeah, but it was a good one. That had, uh, that had Kate Mulgrew getting our little Star it, Trek uh, stuff in there. It's still to this day, in my opinion, the most G.I. Joe episode we've ever had. Yep. You know the the other one that was very GI Joe. Oh, um, was it v- Count Vertigo? Was the name was the name no, of the villain? Uh, off balance. Off no, balance. Not, no, no, no. It, 
I think off balance is a different one. Oh wait, is is off balance? No, I think it is. Hold on. Oh, over the edge is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Off balance, you're right. Okay. Okay. What do you Probably think? Two years of doing this, is, is start to blend there's, together. There's a lot of them. Where do you think off balance sits on the list? Thirty. Thirty. All right. That sounds like the right. I'm gonna be a coward and say thirty-one. <laughs> Piece of shit. Wow, fifty-four. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. But, you know, that's that, that's the thing. I think we underestimate just how long this list is, because 54 is almost exactly in the middle. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was also a very G.I. Joe episode. And I, I love the Count. Oh, yes, the Count. He's very good. He's, give you know, him the drill. He just wants the drill. Why will you not give him the drill? I've installed I, uh, this movie trap. I will make you, you very dizzy and you will feel like you are going to throw up, but you won't throw up. And that is the worst feeling there is when you do it's It's just like it's just rising in your throat, but it won't come out. And you know you will feel better if you just throw up, but you can't do it. And he never came back. Nope. He fell into a river. Yep, that's it. He didn't, we don't think he died, but for all we know, he's a bad swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Kenny, number nine on the list, one of your favorites, and I like it too. I think this is one that you liked a little better. That's House and Garden, another Poison Ivy yes, episode. so creepy. It's really good. And it's a fun twist at the end. Let me tell you something. Casey and Kelly are girls. <laughs> Whoa. <What? laughs> it's great. <laughs> Those pod babies coming out. Yeah. Mommy. Mama, mommy. <laughs> a good one number eight is over the edge now that's the one where batgirl falls off and everyone's after batman yep that's the one where yeah gordon thinks she died and it turns out to be a a uh a scarecrow hallucination but it's like batman versus gordon they're raiding the bat cave with swat dudes they arrest alfred Mm -hmm. god that was a pretty episode she falls off the building, and it's one of the first times we're using digital uh, CGI with the buildings, you know, moving in a, in a forward as the body is falling down backwards. It's done very well. Wow, Kenny! I just, just out of curiosity, I just, I just counted it up. In the top ten, what do you think the split is? How many TNBA episodes do you think we have post-redesign versus before? I'm going to say four. Very close. It's five and five. Oh, it is all a, right. Within the top ten, it's exactly an even split between old and new. That's crazy nice. to me. Yeah. I'm, whew, I'm, I'm real glad that we... I wasn't sure at the time. I'm like, ah, it's technically a different show. It's weird. Should we just treat it separate? I'm... Like I was, I was almost tempted to, to, to try to make a pitch for going Batman, the animated series, Superman, the animated series, and then TNBA. And I'm glad we did. Oh, okay. Hindsight being 2020. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm glad we went this way. Yeah. Number seven. Speaking of post redesign episodes, that's Mad Love. That's one that we j- did just recently. Yeah. In fact, that's a good origin story. Yeah. And it's. 
I guess apparently based on a comic book beforehand that won an award. Yep. Um, so good for that. I, I'm not aware of that story, but this episode was a great origin story for Harley Quinn, which we never got. We never knew anything about why this chick hangs out with a Joker all the time. Yep. I'd... I had no idea she'd become such a cult icon. She's got her own goddamn movie now, man. She is everywhere. Oh, Harley yeah. Quinn. Huge. There are people that name their kids Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's... Kevin Smith did it. I worked with a buddy at Outback Steakhouse. He did it. You know Harley what? Harley Quinn has become... About I... as famous as Batman himself, and he comes from this animated series. She comes from this animated series. I bet people who name their daughters Harley or or Harleen or or some variation, I bet they feel a lot better about their decision than the people who named their their daughter Daenerys or Khaleesi. Yeah, <laughs> that's not going to age well at all. <laughs> no. When you when you I name a, a kid Harley, you know what you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> I hear a lot of weird names at the pool. Yeah. A lot of them, and uh, I have. I have yet to hear a Khaleesi, but that doesn't mean it's not going to happen sooner. It's going to happen. <laughs> I bet they're. I, I bet they're all going by Callie now. <laughs> oh, smart! Yeah, Daenerys is probably like Danny, yep. Danielle, or something like that. <laughs> Number six, Kenny is old wounds. Old? Oh, that's the uh, explanation of why Robin became Nightwing? Yeah. Okay. I love that episode so much. That was one that I think I liked a little better than you did. You did. I thought it was good. And I called it necessary, which I still am going to say it is. It's completely necessary to explain why Nightwing is the way he is. Yeah. Um, It's not a personal favorite, but I'm glad it placed as high as it did. Using science, I might add. Yeah. I... Just the the story that it tells, and that's that's what it comes down to. Is I'm a sucker for story. It was mm-hmm. it was well pre- presented too. The animation was good. The voice acting was good. But the story was was subtle. It wasn't overstated. This is a show that is often very broad, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But when it starts to get subtle in its characterization, that's what I like. Yeah, and I think it brought up the character dynamics. There was a lot of nuance there. That's another word that I would use. Nuance. Oh, it's, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Arr, I would watch that again right now. <laughs> <laughs> but up above that, I'm looking at Demon's Quest. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> Rachel Ghoul. The, that's There's... an Indiana Jones adventure. Lope trotting. Yep. James Bond. Sexy ladies, you got it all. It's a, it's an epic quest, and I love that episode so much. Plus the voice acting, my God, uh, David Warner. Yep, plays David plays Rachel Gould. Said it right, <laughs> David Warner. Uh, wonderful, wonderful voice actor. We all know him from Star Trek. He was the scientist in Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze. But Rachel Gould, I can't imagine. Other people have played Rachel Ghoul, but David Warner is still, in my opinion, that's the voice of that villain. Yep. When, when, so Rachel Ghoul, they used him real sparingly, but. That's a good thing, though. Oh, yeah, it absolutely is. And it means that unlike some of these uneven villains, I think the worst episode that he had was Avatar, the one with the mummy lady. And that wasn't, oh, yeah. that wasn't a bad episode by any means. It just, it's no Demon's Quest. Right, right. 
So I'm trying to think, where where is Avatar on the list? If I had to hazard a guess. Mm. I'm going to guess 40. Ooh, I'm going to guess... I'm going to go 30 again. All right. You are closer without going over. Yes. Number 37. Nice. Yeah. Love that opening. It's, it's just music. Yep. Music silent. telling the story. And uh, it, it, I talked about music a lot when we first started doing this because I think music is essential. It's it's one of those things that if you don't have any music in a, in a movie or TV show, it's so flat. Oh, God, and yeah. When I was working in YouTube, I there was a certain video that we were working on that I did the scripting on. I did a bunch of it was it was months and months of weekly scripting sessions, just really trying to tighten it up. And then then you know voice recording sessions that I sat in on. I was also a voice actor, so I I recorded lines for it. I directed one of my co-writers who played. Uh, in fact, one of the key scenes we did in character in the booth, he directed me for my parts, and then I directed him for his parts so that we could play off of each other. It was, he did not, we were not local to each other, so we had to do it all on, on voice call, but we really wanted to get it down. And then it was in editing, and I watched the initial edit that just had the lines, but no music or sound effects. And I'm sitting here like, oh God, this is garbage. What have I been working on all this time? This is terrible. Oh, no. Oh, no. We have to send this in for rewrites. We have to... Something's terribly wrong. And the editor said, just give me a second with it. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'm sorry. Just just keep going with it. Show me what you got in a little while. He came back to me when when it had music and sound effects. Oh, thank God. Yeah. No, this is great. I am so sorry I doubted you. You're great. Everything's great. This is fine. <laughs> I think there's a thing in the uh, uh, George Lucas uh, DVD special about Star Wars where as he was putting things together, he, he didn't like how the effects were turning out. But over on the uh, musical side, John Williams' score mm-hmm. was so amazing and impressive that George Lucas was like, okay, okay, the score is actually making what I'm shooting <laughs> look a little bit better. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, score is everything, man. Yeah. You ever, uh, you ever want a trip? You ever listen to the NPR Star Wars radio plays? <laughs> so they... They had most of the actors reprise their roles. I, th- the one person they didn't get was Harrison Ford. They, he wasn't even a sound alike. He was just a guy that they cast as Han Solo, and it's, it's not great. Everybody else is either the original uh, actor or good enough, uh, a good enough recasting. Um, but what they did do is. Uh, George Lucas and and Lucas Films uh, licensed the property to uh, to NPR for like a dollar. They just wanted to see what they could do with it because it was early enough in in the lifetime of Star Wars that you could do that. You didn't have you know the Disney Corporation trying to milk every dollar out of it yet. <laughs> uh, yet. But they also opened their sound effects library and music library to them, so it's all the same sound effects 
all the same uh, uh, John Williams music, and you listen to it, and it's like, yeah, this is Star Wars. This is amazing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, if you can if you can find it, I it's on Audible. Uh, you might be able to to scare up a CD copy from your local library, but it's it is well worth it. It is such an interesting, and you know what else is interesting about it? Uh, it's it's based on uh, it's based on some early script drafts from Lucas. So there are some scenes that did not make it into the theatrical cut of the movie. Okay. So when Lucas tells you he had this shit planned out, he is full of shit. <laughs> because this I don't was think anybody believes that anymore. Yeah. Well, because this was written um, before Empire Strikes Back. This came out after Star Wars. It mm-hmm. came out after Star Wars, but before they went back and decided that it was called A New Hope. That's how early this is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Luke and Leia were fucking okay. <laughs> <laughs> They were they were ready to get down. They were not yeah. brother and sister yet, and Darth Vader was not Luke's father yet. <laughs> <laughs> that was all retconned. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, back to Batman. Right. Number four, Harley and Ivy. Oh yeah, that's that's what we were talking about. Like, it's they're a couple. Yep, they are. Um, yeah, that's that's the uh, that's that's the couple that goes the other way around. The writers yeah. had decided that they were fucking long before they could actually get away with having them fucking. But we apparently, as children, were not capable to understand that idea. But I think all kids knew that those two were. Nobody <laughs> walks around in, in uh, without pants. Yep. and just shirts together. Yep, wearing each other's clothes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also a really good episode. It's a fun romp. Yeah, and that's, that's what I would call that episode. And that's the thing too. Like, yeah, they had to sort of write around what they were allowed to do with standards and practices a little bit. I don't think the episode suffered from it at all. No, no. And you get lots of explosions. And the kids yep. like explosions. The animation is so beautiful. Yeah. Everything's got this like little extra bounce to it. That's so sad. <laughs> Kenny, what's number three? Number three, see no evil. Ah, this was up there for the longest time. It's still up there. Yeah, it was. It was number two for the longest time, and it's it it eventually got bumped down to number three. But that's where it stays, and that's where it belongs. But this one was like animators just having a field day. They were having oh, fun. Yeah. Like, well, do we get to play with an invisible man and his invisible car? What happens yeah. if he gets mud on him? Let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> it was just an animator's dream, I think, to work on this episode. And yep. it shows. And plus, you had a great villain. This yeah. was a guy that, fuck this guy. This guy was an asshole. And it was nice to... Because some of the villains in the Batman League, is they're fun. Almost mm. too fun. You, when Joker shows up and he's you know making people laugh hysterically until they almost have a heart attack, it's kind of fun. <laughs> we shouldn't be cheering on the Joker doing this, but we do because we like the Joker so much. This villain, fuck this guy. His little... You know, Mojo telling stuff to his daughter to get her to leave with him. Spooky. 
see, but that's that's the the flip side of the character, and it's why it's such a great episode. It beyond, it's why it's more than just visuals. Because yes, on the one hand, fuck this guy. On the other hand, this is this is it. This is the only he will never see his daughter again. Yeah. The, and so these are the links that he will go to. This is how desperate he is. He would do absolutely anything to see his little girl again. So on the one hand, fuck this guy forever. But on the other hand, yeah, it's tragic. This little girl's going to grow up without a father. Fucking sucks, man. Great episode. Great episode. <laughs> Number two. I mean, couldn't be more perfect. Two-Face. Two-Face. Parts yeah. one and two. I don't know what to say about this one that hasn't already been said. Yeah. See, I mean, the first half is better than the second half, but yeah. both are great. Yep. Better than great. Both are, I would say, if you could only watch one episode of Batman, you'd have to watch this. I mean, there is one other. <laughs> there's there's one that's above it that's just science. That's true. I think I think face. this one this one is more this one is more Two-Face is more representative of what Batman is. Right. I will say that. Like I, I I do know what you mean when you say if you can only watch one episode cuz you watch this and you have you've seen what Batman is all about. Whereas our number 1 it's it's a little bit of a departure. It's a little bit different. It's not every episode of Batman has this particular vibe. Right. So yeah, number one, Growing Pains. Which is spooky. It's a nice twist on a villain. It's beautiful. Yeah. And we get Robin actually kind of... How do I describe it? I feel like Robin becomes more of an adult in this episode. Yeah. He, he knows what it is to lose he couldn't save her you know what i mean he he, she was there and he was doing his damnedest and he still couldn't save her yep and he he had this job yeah save them all yeah there i i didn't remember honestly robin both of our robins as characters i i didn't remember how good they were yeah like dick grayson with um oh Robin's reckoning. Now I'm so I'm I'm looking at the list. I just saw where it is. I I don't get to play. Where do you where do you suppose Robin's reckoning is? Twenty one. So close. Nineteen. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. There were some good Robin episodes. Uh, you know, old old wounds was very much a Robin episode. I mean, it was a Nightwing episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, Dick Grayson. Yeah. What was the um oh the one where the one where Tim Drake had to, it was the Scarecrow episode Never Fear where Tim Drake had to beat up Batman and tie him up because uh, he'd gone yeah. gone crazy with the you're not afraid of anything gas. Well also you had the Robin episode it was the football episode which I think I liked a little bit more than you did but Robin gets dosed with the gas. Yeah, that, that was, was a fun He's the, afraid of heights which is ironic because he was pretty much raised on a on a high rope Yep. Now that was fear of victory. Yeah. I'm gonna guess. Thirty-six. Say lower than that. I'm gonna say fifty-three. 
Hot damn. Okay, you were closest without going over. That's 71. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that low? Yeah. Okay. Hey, it was science, though. We can't argue. Yep. <laughs> I like <It's> true. it. <laughs> and then, okay, never... Yep. You know what? I think I might have. I had such good feelings from Never Fear. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna reprise my bet for Never Fear. I'm gonna say 36 for that one. 22. Did you say 22 or 32? 22. 22. Uh, okay. Well, it's not that one. It took me to. It's never too late. That's 87. Let's try that again. <laughs> you were closest without going over. And that's because I so I guess thirty six. It's thirty five. I just uh, went over. Uh, oh, <laughs> well done, my Win friend. Win by default. <laughs> like me playing pool. Win by default. <laughs> Scratching that eight ball. But yeah, back to our number one, growing pains. Just such a a heartstring tugger for our for our little Tim Drake Robin. He was yeah. very much the central character of this story. Such a good I, one. I thought for sure Clayface was going to die in that episode. They they haul him away. Spoilers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he lives at the very end. They haul him away in this cryogenic uh, thing, and I thought that should have been the episode where he dies. Yeah. Because it is one of those episodes where you, you hate Clayface at the end. You never like Clayface. He's he's abusive to everyone that tries to be nice to him, whether it be the girl in. Um, Oh god, what was it? The the melting one. Oh, uh, mudslide. Mudslide. Uh, he's abusive to her. He's abusive to his best friend in his origin story, uh, Heart of Clay. Uh, he's feet just of a clay. Dick. And all these people are trying to do is help him. But uh, yeah, great episode. Yeah. Well, we've been going for about an hour at this point. Yeah. So let's take a look at what we're going to be watching next week. It's going to be Batman and Mr. Freeze. Sub-Zero, Chinese Ninja Warrior. <laughs> you think the kids will get that? Well, well, I did that last episode, too, so I'll, I'll put in the sound. Last episode, I'm allowed to put in the sound drop. This one, we're okay. raw-dogging it. Okay. Yeah. But, um, so I this is... that reference. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure it will go in... It will go in our actual podcast covering it so we'll we'll give the whole backstory but uh what what do you remember about this movie kenny i remember it kind of being boring until the last act i remember thinking i think this came out around the same time as do you remember star trek insurrection yeah that's a pretty middling star trek movie yeah, it's like you. I watched it. It's like, I mean, this is not terrible, it but Star Trekky. Yeah, for sure. but there are there are at least three, not even Star Trek movies, but Star Trek: The Next Generation two parters that I would rather watch than this. Mm-hmm. That are the same runtime by virtue of being a two parter of a forty four minute show. You know, that's almost an hour and a half right there. So, yeah, this is kind of like a middling episode of the show. It's not worth being a movie. And right. that's how I felt about Sub-Zero, as I recall. But it's one of those things that I've only watched once, for completion's sake. Okay. So, other than the fact that it's got Sub-Zero and... Sub-Zero? Chinese Ninja Warrior! 
It's <laughs> it's got Mr. Freeze and some polar bears. Yep, you are accurate. Yep. So we'll we'll see next week. All right. All right. And the week after that, Superman. So hot damn. Yep. In high definition for the first time in the year of our Lord 2021. <laughs> Superman, the animated series. So that'll that's our, our docket for the next two weeks. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Weisky TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. I play Link to the Past. I did... I did a stream the other day uh, that was that was a neat thing. I was playing uh, Hitman 3, which you and I still need to sit down and play some Hitman. Yeah. Um, and I was also playing a game called Rogue Legacy 2. You ever play uh you ever play the first Rogue Legacy? No. It's uh it's neat. It's a side scroller um, where you're exploring a a spooky castle like Castlevania style. But the the floor plan, the layout of the castle, and it's uh, you know you're you're hopping around, you're you're fighting spooky ghosts and stuff. Uh, it's a little more cartoony than Castlevania, but every time you play, the layout of the castle is randomized. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and so you're you're trying to see how far you can get, and then when you die, you start over from the beginning. You're trying to collect gold that you spend on upgrades so that you'll be able to get farther on your next run. You just try to get a little farther every time. So I was playing uh, a, a little meta game where every time I died in either of those games, I had to do pull-ups. And my first death, I did one pull-up. My second death, I did two pull-ups. I got up to nine over the course of this two-hour stream. Yeah. Which, if you do the math, that comes out to, I think, 45 pull-ups. That was just the other day at the time of this recording. My shoulders are killing me. (laughs) I'm hurting just hearing that. I haven't done a pull-up since, like, 1995. (laughs) I mean, mean, don't get it twisted. I... It's it's taken me a couple years of eating right and exercising three or four times a week to get to the point where I can do that. Like, not even do that and it doesn't kill me. It's still, I mean, yeah, I am hurting today, but I I did it. I am physically capable of doing it. But <laughs> anyway, if that sort of thing sounds like fun to you, watching me go through that, then uh, tune in. Twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. <laughs> right. And you can always find the two of us right here at anchor.fm. You know, I've been saying anchor.fm slash bat rankings. I'm not sure if that URL is going to change when I switch us over to Super Rankings. We won't know until we do it. I don't know how Anchor.fm handles these things. So, uh, I don't know. That might be the... Well, it won't be this episode. This episode will still be Bat Rankings. In two weeks, it'll be Super Rankings. So we'll just have to find out. (laughs) And uh, uh, Superman will be on HBO Max. So you can join along with us as we start this new journey. Yeah. 
It'll actually be easy to to watch along with us as opposed to before, where it's like, well, it's on the DC streaming service that nobody has. Yeah, or you remember could, that? Yeah, or you, you could pay for every episode on Amazon Prime. It's like $2 <laughs> an episode, but you can get the whole season for like 20 bucks, which, you know, if you think about it, it's not that bad a deal, but you do have to pay the $20, which is... Or, you know, if you've got it on DVD, uh, you, know, you can you can do that. Now, it's just HBO Max. You, do you have HBO Max? And you're good. Come on. Get on yep. board. Let's go. Yep. Yup. <laughs> so we see we'll see y'all next week for Batman and Mr. Freeze. Sub Zero Chinese yeah. Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Bye everybody. Bye. There we go. Yeah. I'm gonna hit stop and hit stop and hit stop. And hit stop, 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 and hit st